With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you ready? Hardwick. Dominate every play. I need you. And Richard. Standing tall and proud again. Must be nice. It's time to go. Let's go. I'm always down for something new. I know you're going to dig this. Now, here's Nick and Judson. Good morning to you, friends. Hope you're having a wonderful Tuesday. Coming up at 8.30, we got a writer from NBA.com, Lang Whitaker, going to be talking about the NBA the night that they had. We're going to get into that heavy in 8.15 because the NBA really owned the night in a rare time for the NBA to be owning nights. They owned multiple television stations, multiple programs. NBA is doing a really good job right now. But, Judd, this morning... I came in and I do my Kogo hit over there a couple minutes before we get started. And George Chamberlain, the money man, is talking about Wall Street Journal. And the Wall Street Journal's got an article. And you got that article right in front of you. What's it telling us? Yeah, I do. It, it says, is baseball dead again? This is written by Jason uh, Jason Gay. He says, every season there's a fresh wave of worry that the grand American sport of baseball is in terminal decline, that the summer game is too boring, too slow, too long, too out of sync with our hectic, overscheduled, very, very, very important modern lives. Baseball is an old, unhurried game played without a clock. How does it possibly fit into an efficiency-crazed, on-demand, instant gratification society in which... Behold the miracle, a magic handheld space phone can be used to order same-day delivery of one battery, one avocado, and one shower curtain to the house in three separate packages. Fast, 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 fast. And I'm, I'm going to get to why it does fit into our lives perfectly, why baseball is the perfect game for this time in a moment. But here's the one big question. One big question. The question is this, as I'm sitting over in Kogo and George tells me that the Wall Street Journal thinks baseball needs to immediately be cut down from nine innings to seven innings. And then Ted Garcia over at Kogo says, I think they should cut it down to five immediately. And I thought, Ted, other than the game that you threw out the opening pitch, went, and which is a shame that you, Judson, have yet to throw out an opening pitch because I want to see what you got, dude. I want to see that arm unleashed. Yeah, you know who's not afraid of, afraid to throw at somebody? Me, and I'd throw it right at Matt Kemp. Boom. Tonight. Opening. All right. Have me out there, Andy. 570-1360. Judson's <laughs> on the horn. He's ready to throw out the opening pitch, and that thing will go sideways down the third baseline. That's right. To Fat Kemp, who's going to be coming out to rousing booze. Please shower him For the next booze. several days at Petco Park. Yes, San Diegans, you owe it to yourselves to be booing Matt Kemp. He quit on you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Is this for me? Yes. No, that was for Matt Kemp. Oh, get out of here. Nobody wants Judson on the mound. They're not giving him rounds of applause. We're giving Matt Kemp a point. Get the... What in What the, the heck are we doing? You but, turn full heel, Scraby. You're the LeVar Ball of this show. I'll take You've it. You've gone full heel. Well, he does watch wrestling a lot. I know he does. We learned that today as well. Love to see him with his shirt off in the wrestling ring. Adam Sandler... <laughs> 
<laughs> Adam Sandler, the prince, the principal, Newman. Newman was what the blob <laughs> in the movies. You know what I'm talking about, yes, Billy he was Madison. The blob. That's it, <laughs> Billy Madison. Wait, you're just gonna stand Bill. here and take that scrape? Look, he's like, yeah. Wait, you called me the blob? Yes. <laughs> Uh, may, talk to me in like two months and I'll get mad. That's what's up. Down from 272 to 244? Correct. You're wasting away right in front of our eyes. Keep it up, buddy. Keep it Newman. up. No longer the blob. <laughs> we are very proud of you, I my friend. I was once the blob. Prove That's it. For sure. Take your shirt off. Prove it. Uh, no. <laughs> Where the hell were we? I, I don't know. Uh, 570-1360. Is Stone Cold the greatest wrestler of all time? No. No, honestly. the one big question was, does baseball have a problem or do you have a problem? Because I'm sitting in. Can I ask it this way, too? Yeah, do whatever. I'd actually like to hear people calling and go, I'd like to admit I have a problem, but I don't expect that. I'd like to ask people, do they agree with this Wall Street Journal and say, Thank you. Baseball should be seven innings. Clean me up. Do you believe baseball should be seven innings? 570-1360. Text line is open, 70470. And the tweets, at Hardwinna at Judson1360. Ryan tweets in. He says, no, I don't. But why do they start games at seven and not a bit earlier on weeknights? I think that may be a reason why people want it to be seven, because they want the seventh to be the ninth. They want to be able to watch the entire game. They yes. want to be able to finish the game. So, yeah, starting it at 7-10, but the reason they do it is because a lot of the ballparks are located in downtown areas, and you've got to get the traffic in and out of there, and the traffic patterns don't make it very easy for the ball club, the ballpark to open at 5 o'clock on a Friday or a five o'clock on a Tuesday, any weeknight you'd lay out five o'clock's not the easiest to get in and out. And I think the first several in several innings would be completely barren in there. So that's why they start later in the evening. Okay. So you have, because we've discussed this and this is what the article is about that as our lives change, as America changes, the tweets, the text, the instant gratification, mm -hmm. the, the, the speed that we like things. We want our news in 140 characters. We want our food to come out quickly. We want things to end faster. Get to the point. Get to it. Get to it. I've got things to do. I've got a phone to look at over and over and check. But you're actually saying that baseball sets up really well for our lives. Baseball is perfect for our lives. I've really gotten into the Padres season. I've really gotten into Major League Baseball this year. And it is perfect for our new way of living. For our multi Your way or our way? Our way. Our, for okay. our multitasking generation, baseball is ideal. Every night of the week, you can have background noise on. You can go to the park if you want every night of the week and be entertained while you're doing something else. You can be taking in tons of other information. You can be on your phone, checking your Facebook feed, checking the Twitter news, going through your Instagram photos, scrolling around and looking up over the phone when a big play happens. When you hear the noise elevate, your eyes come up. Is it a home run? Nope, not a home run. Okay, back to my news, back to my story, back to whatever else I was doing. It's a great way to work through three hours. I think it's perfectly constructed for American life now. We're trying to make baseball what it's not. We're trying to make baseball football. We're trying to hurry up and have a pitcher's clock and have mechanized or a 
electronic umpire, electronic strike zone. We're trying to do things to the game to make it a different sport. And that's where I got so fired up this morning when George presented the news over there and Ted Garcia said, yeah, we should make it five innings. I wanted to say, how many games have you been to? How many games have you watched on the TV? Do you like baseball? Are you a baseball guy? No. Name three Padres. That's what you should have asked him. There you go. Name three Major League Baseball players. How about that? If baseball is not your sport, this guy for the Wall Street Journal writing this article if baseball is not your sport, why are you trying to change something that's not even yours? I don't, I'm not a Walking Dead fan. I'm not a Game of Thrones guy. I don't say we need more dragons in Game of Thrones. I'm not saying the storyline <laughs> should change. I'm not saying there should be a, a quota of at least seven zombies killed in Walking Dead. Those aren't my shows. I should have no voice in something that isn't mine. If you're not a baseball guy or gal, and you're trying to give input into a sport that isn't yours, you're trying to change something so it fits into your life, who's to say that if you change the sport, that you're even going to watch the daggone sport? So I'm going to change it. We're going to now we're going to make it easy for everybody to watch. We're going to go seven innings. Okay, this okay, much better fits my life. And then you go. Turns out I don't like baseball. I'm going to change something, and then I'm going to step aside. I I, eh, I don't really like baseball that much. But people always have an opinion. Everybody's got an opinion. Guy in the Wall Street Journal got an opinion. Going to change baseball. Something that's been around since 1869. They've got the process honed in. 570-1360. Should baseball go to seven innings? Also, should you boo Matt Kemp tonight? Yes. Yes. Yes, you should. Let's go to Paul. Paul, good morning. You're on Hardwick and Richards. Good morning, guys. Hey, before I weigh in on the seven innings, real quick, and I should know this, I'm sorry. Hardwick, who was your quarterback? Who was your best quarterback at Purdue while you were there? Kyle Orton. Really? Oh, that's a good one. Okay, Kyle Orton, great. yeah. So, yep, cool. He was really my um, only quarterback. Brandon oh, Hance was another quarterback while I was there. The great Brandon Hance. Yeah, back up at USC after he left Purdue. Yep, I have all his jerseys. Cool. All right, so real quick, I'm going to weigh in. So I'm a kid who grew up playing baseball in the in the 70s, okay? So I'm, I'm an old guy, and I love the game. So as much as you sound like you have an exclusivity, Nick, and I love you, around what's, you know, what people who love and have passion for baseball should feel, I do feel differently because I grew up. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Bob Gibson, Holtzman. Colfax, okay? These guys did not play games. There was no pitch count. They didn't take 60 seconds between pitches. Games were played in an orderly fashion. Quite frankly, I would make the argument that they respected the game more because they were more about the game than they were about themselves and the mind game. So I would say, and I hate to say it, uh, a pitch clock because you can't trust the pitchers today not to lollygag. And one other thing I will say, 
You make it sound like change is inherently bad, okay? So replay actually enhance the game. If we can make the game better, make it more accurate, why is change inherently a bad thing? Paul, but before we respond to that, do you think they should make it to seven innings? Because that's really yeah. where we are in this topic. Well, as a last resort, last resort. Well, the last resort, why? Because you think baseball's dying? You got a hundred and eighty no, million I, dollar catcher in San Francisco. That's old pitcher pay. Now a catcher's making that kind of money. Well, yeah, you're, you're talking about the payroll of entertainers. I'll tell you why. It's because of the kids. I'm not able to get my kid engaged in foot in baseball because quote it takes too long to have fun. And I'm, I'm afraid if we lose the kids, we're going to eventually start losing the game. And I think it does have something to do with under, what does respecting baseball mean? It means playing baseball. It does. It doesn't mean being a celebrity out there. But is that is me. that a you problem or is that a baseball problem? Because I got a three and a half year old who goes sit through nine innings. So maybe that's just your kid doesn't enjoy baseball. No, I think your kid's exceptional. I, I would love to see. I'd like. I to see know a lot of kids at the park. Go go to Petco Park on a Sunday. See how many kids are there. I, I'm, I'm, I have. I have. It's staggering the yeah. amount of kids that are there. Well, okay. Hey, I thank you. Thank you for the day. phone call. So Kyle Orton. <laughs> no, no, change is not inherently bad. Change is not absolutely not bad. I'm not arguing that change is bad, that I'm completely against all change in sports. I would also argue that we're talking about who did he bring up? Bob Gibson? Yes. He's he's talking about old old players, old ball players. I don't think the players respect the game any less than they ever did. We talk about change. I'm I'm arguing against change when he's talking about a younger generation of guys who don't respect the game as much. You want to talk about somebody against change. To me, that is going against change where you're not allowing players to be who they are and you're trying to fit the game into your life. 570-1360. Should the game go to seven innings? Would you like to see the game change? We can ask you in a broader perspective as well. Greg is on hold. Greg, thanks for waiting. You're on Hardwick and Richards. Hey, guys. I appreciate taking the call. Hi, Greg. Um, Thank I, you. I, I would say not changing it from nine innings to seven innings. That, that's not the issue. I think part of the issue is you have 162 games. Now, if you, now bear with me. If you shortened it to, say, 100 games, you would then have – less of these guys on uh, PEDs and you wouldn't have all those problems because playing that many games and night after night, night after night, a human body can't do that. Or shortening or changing the start of the season so the season ends and playoffs and World Series and all that conclude before the start of the NFL season where if your team isn't in the playoffs for Major League Baseball or contending, your fan base just is going to drop off like a cliff if it hasn't already because the NFL is then taking over that aspect or that area of the season. And I disagree with the guy that was on the phone before. I have three kids. They're all going to be a year older uh, next month, but right now they're 10, 7, and, and uh, 4, and all of them can sit through a 9 inning game. We live in the North County, so we don't get to as many Padre games, but We've, we've been to one already this season, and they couldn't wait to stay for extra innings if that was possible. 
So, Greg, thank you for the phone call. Appreciate that. And good job raising the kids, liking some sports. Let me ask you this. What happens? So Greg suggested cutting down from 162 to 100. What happens? A little to, dramatic. What happens to pay? And I, it's not all about pay, but you go from making $100 million to $66 million because you're cutting a third of the season off. So what happens when you cut a third of the season off? You're going to prorate some salaries. Got to cut a third of those salaries off. Well, that means you're also taking uh, payroll or you're, made, you're taking money away from owners as well, the tickets. You want to talk about how to make baseball competitive with other sports? Baseball's payroll has to be higher. What attracts youth to sports? It's financial freedom. It's success. It's being able to get out from your plot, play in life and being able to change to go generationally change classes, be able to go from middle class to an upper class, upper class to that's why people strive for different pursuits in life. If let me throw this out there. We talk about the education system. And you can look at teachers who only make a certain salary. And we always, I think a lot of people, I've got a lot of educators who are friends. And you would contend that the best talent isn't going to teaching because the pay is low. Because then you're a civil servant. Yes. More talented entrepreneurs, more talented business folks would be steered towards the education system if the pay were competitive. So you want to talk about taking a third of the salary off of baseball players and not making it as competitive with or even over the top of other sporting leagues that then removes the competition. Kids that have the athleticism to pro- play professional sports will steer themselves into other sports because that pay is not there. That pay dictates the number of game dictates the pay, the pay dictates which players are going to come in. Baseball doesn't have a problem. Baseball is able to make their payroll. Baseball is able to pay the guys exorbitant amount of money. We're talking about Bryce Harper going to achieve one of the biggest contracts of all time. Well, baseball, so. baseball is very healthy. People coming from the outside trying to change baseball is the problem that baseball faces as outsiders. It's trying to say, we, you aren't us. You aren't what we are. And we talk about efficiency. Baseball has made its living on efficiency. It's made its living on money ball. That's where it's gotten its real. That's where it's going now. Baseball is all about money ball. It's all about data. It's all about sabermetrics, all about efficiency. But where they have to draw the line is changing the game fundamentally. You can't change the game fundamentally. Baseball in 1869, the first Major League Baseball game that was played, from home plate to first base was 90 feet, just like it is today. If you field the ball properly, throw the ball accurately, that runner is out at first base. That's 1869. You fast forward to now. You think about the change in equipment. You think about the strength in athletes. You think about how everything has changed the way that it has. And still, you field the ball properly. You throw it accurately. That runner is out at first base. This game was built to last. I agree with you. And they just need to keep in mind that other things are changing. They can come up with other ways, and you're right, sabermetrics and otherwise. But fundamentally, they need to stick their guns, especially this Wall Street Journal article about making the game. A couple of tweets innings. come in yes. that I wouldn't mind reading. Tom Doyle said, hey, Nick, for all the kids you see at Petco on Sundays, there are way more you don't see. Kids like plenty of other sports more. 
Sure, yeah. Some kids like other sports more. Absolutely. Some kids like basketball. Some kids like football. Some kids like baseball. But don't come in if you don't like the sport in general and try to change what it is. If you're not a part of it, don't participate. Nobody's asking you to care about something you don't care about. And by, is Little League having a dip in numbers? Heck no. No, I haven't heard a second of that. So you know why they may I would not contend be that Petco they're getting Park? stronger. I think they are. I know in our little league, the numbers have grown drastically every year to the point where they're probably going to be looking for new fields soon. I, I've never heard one ounce of dip in popularity in little league, in pony, in high school baseball, even in college baseball. By the way, the College World Series needs to adapt instant replay. But that's a conversation for another time. Go ahead. True, I saw that play yes. at second base yesterday. Yes. Although the kid did, his foot slid off of the base. So he's going to be out anyway right. on the double tag. But they've got 20-some cameras out there. If you have the ability to do it, go ahead and do it. Ryan Poole on Twitter says, Changing to seven innings would be lame, but then again, the Padres would probably win more. Hashtag make the Padres great again. <laughs> uh, this tweet from David, he says, No way to the seven-inning thing. That means they stop pouring after the bottom of the fourth. Oh, talking, alcohol sales. Talking about beer fest. Yeah. Petco Parks. You bread, keep letting bread and butter the right flow. there. By the way, there's something going on at Petco Park today you wanted to mention. There is. There's a blood drive going on at Petco Park today. Padres blood drive going on at Park at the Park. And I'm going to be down there at about 1020 as my appointment time. Do it for the community, but also do it for yourself. I recently read an article about giving blood is good for. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu slash visit. For you as a male, especially because we don't have any ways to get rid of the metals in our body, which could lead to dementia, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's. Women naturally have a way every month of getting rid of metals in their bodies until they hit. What do they call that? Uh, menopause. Menopause. Yeah. yeah. Thank you very much. Until they hit that. Just then when they, I thought we couldn't get menopause into the show. I have to. You really do. Let's go to we Nick. We have to. Nick, help us change the topic. What's up, man? <laughs> Should baseball go to seven innings? Uh, no, absolutely not. Uh, I'm a freshman coach in Carlsbad, North County. And, uh, Bless you, brother. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm all about respecting tradition, respecting the way, respecting the game. Uh, it's been going on for over 100 years, and it works just fine the way it is. Uh, but, Nick, the one problem I do have with today's kids is uh, I'm running because I'm freshman coach. Running the problem with uh, all these kids on uh, these travel ball teams where the coaches just take their money and play, and they don't teach them the game. And you're, you're seeing that today where uh, the kids just don't know the game, and they just go out there and think they can play, but they actually can't. Nick, let me so, ask you this. Let me ask you this, because we're in an era in baseball where it's feast or famine. Most strikeouts – Per game in the month of April, ever in baseball, June's going to set records for home runs in baseball. 
is the game evolving to the point where it's either home run or strike out and the kids don't know because that's not the way the game's played anymore? Yeah, I'm definitely, definitely, Nick, because it's with small ball is definitely not fun for the kids anymore and the fans. It's like you said, it's, is it a home run? No, it's not a home run. Let me go back to my paper. So, yeah, the small ball aspect of the game is definitely losing its appeal, but... That's but do you think, Nick, do you think it's because it's not fun or baseball's just found an efficient way of scoring like NBA's hitting the three-pointers or the NFL's throwing the long ball and they've taken out the ground-and-pound methodology? I, I, think, I think the fan appeal, it's not fun. But if you're a player, being able to sacrifice yourself for the team, there's nothing better than that. Hey, Nick, thanks for your service being a coach. Good luck to you. <laughs> thanks, bud. Now, good stuff there. Yeah, I, 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 again, the popularity of baseball as far as growing up and playing it, I only see that still growing. But you, you're, you're much closer to it than I am. No, I do too, because one, the safety of the game. You don't really have to worry about young kids' safety. And I think a lot of parents just see the wholesome nature of baseball. And baseball in general, I will say this, the difference between NFL and baseball is that baseball is a very family-friendly atmosphere where a football environment is a very hostile atmosphere. Completely different. By the way, you just mentioned safety. I, I, I did want to mention this. A former Padre, Keith Lockhart. Remember Keith Lockhart? Played for a number of big league teams. His son, I believe is fighting for his life, was something that happened on a baseball field. 15 years old, so we just wanted to send our well wishes uh, to a former big leaguer son, a former Padre son in Keith Lockhart. Uh, who's going through a battle, who was hit in the face with a baseball. Coming up next, did the NBA set a trend in something that we could see happen in other sports? One insider will tell us that next. It's the herd. Paul George trade rumors. Do they come to fruition? Is LeBron the real answer for the Lakers? Chris Broussard joins us with the latest. It's my show later today. After Hardwick and Richards, we get started at 9 a.m. on Extra 1360, Fox Sports San Diego. Draymond Green stopped kicking people in the groin and moved on to something much worse, his own podcast. It's a tough listen. It's a tough listen. LeBron James recently went bald and social media had an absolute... Oh, sorry. This is a joke from 2007. We're going to keep it. We're going to keep it rolling. Drake did one heck of a job hosting the NBA Awards last night. Our next guest, Lang Whitaker, he's a writer for NBA.com. He was in the house last night for the NBA Awards. Lang, what were your expectations going into it, and did it exceed expectations? Well... I wasn't really sure what to expect because they, they had never done anything like this before. Um, you know, the, the Players Association had their own awards. I think it was two summers ago or maybe last summer. But, um, you know, this was this was a, a, a pretty big undertaking. I, I kind of knew, like, I, I was when I got to the venue and I was going through security and I, I turned around and, like, Bill Russell and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar were behind me. And, and I was like, all right, this is going to be a pretty big deal. Uh, and uh, I, I thought it exceeded expectations. Drake, like you said, I thought Drake was pretty funny um, and, and did a good job keeping the thing moving. Um, it, it was supposed to be two hours. It was only a little bit over that, and, um, you know, it ended with some real drama. I, I think people still didn't know who was going to be the MVP. 
Um, so I, I thought altogether it was a, a pretty nice night. I actually felt like they stole a little bit out of the page of the decision from LeBron James last night to save a momentous moment, an NBA decision made. Uh, but for me, Lang as well, it exceeded expectations. What do you think was the best moment for the NBA last night over the course of that gala? I, I would say probably the, uh, well, the, the Monty Williams thing was was a pretty good moment. Yes. Um, you know, the, the Sager Strong Award he, he got and, you know, if, if you haven't seen the, the eulogy he gave at his wife's funeral, um, I mean, it's impossible to watch that, especially as a parent, without just tears coming down your face. And um, to, to see him back up there last night and with Craig Sager's widow, and that was a pretty special moment. I, I also thought uh, the Lifetime Achievement Award that Bill Russell got, and he cracked a joke to, uh, you know, he, he was up there with Kareem and Shaq and David Robinson and, uh, I, to me, the, the kind of the coolest part was before the thing started, just sitting in the audience and, and looking around the room, and you see, you know, Vince Carter taking a selfie with Candace Parker, or um, Allen Iverson talking to French Montana, or you know, Dominique, <clears throat> excuse me, Dominique Wilkins talking to uh, Chris Tucker, or whatever. You know, it was, it was this, it was sort of like going to like a, sla- a combination of like prom and graduation for the NBA. Everybody was dressed up, and it finally put an end to the season, and we move on to the next season. But it, it was kind of neat just to have that huge uh, galaxy of stars all in the same place. Lang Whitaker, NBA.com on Extra 1360 Fox Sports San Diego. You talked about Bill Russell getting that Lifetime Achievement Award. And as he's standing up on stage, he's telling all the big men that you mentioned that he would kick their butt. We asked a question earlier on our show, and we call it the one big question here. And we're talking about, do you miss the big game, the big man game, taking it down into the paint? Do you miss that, Lang? And to follow on from that, do you think NBA, that basketball will ever come back to that? Or is it just completely evolved to where Golden State's taking the game now? You know, I, I think about, I grew up watching, I grew up in Atlanta in the 80s, and, and uh, our center was Tree Rollins. And you know, they would throw him the ball, and then after that, it was Dikembe Mutombo, and you'd throw him the ball, and he would back his way in, and the offense stops. And, you know, it was all about trying to get the highest percentage shot that was possible. And you think, well, if a seven-footer can get a foot from the rim, maybe that's the highest percentage shot that, that's out there. But you know what? Maybe now the highest percentage shot is Steph Curry from 35 feet. Um, you know, and it's worth more points. Uh, so I, I think at some point it, it, it swings back the other way. I think it, it, it this is always sort of a, a back and forth pendulum type thing, and at some point it'll it'll go back from the way it is now, where it's sort of this extreme outside game. Um, you know, if some seven foot guy comes along who, who's athletic and and is able to get to the rim and is able to score, teams are going to figure out a way to use him. Uh, I just don't know if that's out there right now, and yeah, I think it's also sort of the the result of Kevin Garnett and that whole generation of guys where you could be 6'11 and you could handle the ball and you don't have to stand right under the basket all the time. You can go out on the perimeter. Um, so I, I think at some point we get back uh, to a little bit more of that traditional game that we have. But I think right now you're seeing sort of the – it's almost like a video game sometimes when you're watching uh, when you're watching the game. Lang, I thought last night was a big win for the NBA. Thanks so much for your time this morning. Hey, thank you, guys. All right, good stuff from Lang Whitaker. You know what, Nick, and I admitted, yesterday I was kind of snarky about this, didn't expect to watch it, did set the DVR. Twitter was telling me I had to be watching this, so you know what? I virtually watched the entire thing. And 
pretty pretty amazing that it was as great as it was without the three biggest stars in the game present. I don't remember seeing Steph Curry, LeBron James, nor Kevin Durant were nominated for any awards, so they certainly need to find a way to get them there. That's the only way they dropped the ball. That's it. Because the NBA right. awards was really well done, and it was the first year. First time. So they got to find a way to get the biggest stars in the room. And would you expect... Whoa, 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 whoa. Yes, yes, yes. Would you expect other leagues... MLB, NFL, to start having their own award shows a lot like the NBA did. Ten minutes into it, I thought to myself, how in the world is this the first time this has ever been done? And how is every sport not doing it? You know who does it? Who has done it for years? NASCAR? NHL. NHL. NHL does an awards program. NASCAR does it too. Yes, they do. Yeah, you're right. So it is being done. It's just not done by the biggest sports in our country, except the NBA did it last night. And the biggest moment for me, besides Nicki Minaj, which I thoroughly enjoyed that, biggest moment was how humanized it made Russell Westbrook when he won the MVP. I think Russell won over a lot of fans, and I think potentially he may have won over some potential current teammates. Because he seemed like a regular guy. He was a human. He let us in a little bit because it seems like Russell's had that force field up around him where after press conferences, he doesn't look anybody in the eye. He's kind of buried up at the table and he's guarded in his responses. He seemed inappropriate in the playoffs when he was stepping in to defend one of his questions that came for his teammate. So this seemed like to a real moment that humanized Russell Westbrook. So my little brother, uh, my road dog. You mean so much to me, man. You, you're my role model. You're my role model. I look up to you, man. I, I, I truly look up to you. You're amazing, blessed. I'm, I'm so happy to have you as my brother. Um, I wouldn't trade it for any, anything in the world. Um, a lot of you guys may not know, but my brother just got his master's two weeks ago. Um, so that was just a little bit of that. Russell Westbrook, two and a half minutes thanking his parents and then his brother. And then there was this very, very powerful uh, video that was made for Russell, uh, Russell, for one of the people really in his crew. Uh, Russell, it's Taylor. Remember, I was the one who taught you how to play basketball. I, I was the one who taught you to dribble, to shoot hoops, you know. And I remember the first time you beat me at basketball and I, I was very upset. And you said, if you remember correctly, you said, you just have to shake it off. And I got an idea. So essentially, we have each other to thank for these careers. A lot of people don't know that. Where's Kanye West when you need him? <laughs> to run her, to run her <laughs> to out of get, there? Taylor, move aside. Kanye's got a thing to say. Taylor Swift is a survivor. And that's why we play Taylor Swift. <laughs> that was Taylor Swift. She's actually never met Russell Westbrook. I, I, I think she may have been performing in OKC and they had her shoot that video. She said, if you remember correctly, if I remember correctly, <laughs> if you remember correctly, <laughs> I didn't pick up on that. Taylor Swift is a survivor. And that's why we play Taylor Swift. So much Taylor Swift. I got to say, show. I empathize with Wes- Russell Westbrook on the dry mouth. Yeah. How hard is it to say Russell Westbrook? It's, so it's always hard. Russell Westbrook. It's so hard. I, it feels like he should be a guy that's named Russell. It's like having Anthony Rizzo and Andy Green in the same conversation. You just Anthony make Green. him Anthony Green. It's so difficult. And, by the way, LeBron 
already had an NBA award show. Virtually what they did, they left the MVP to the end of the night. It was the decision. This was just the decision 2017 and LeBron wasn't present. I've got an idea. I don't like their names. We should change their names. Whose names? Russell Westbrook. (laughs) Anthony Green. (laughs) Anthony Westbrook. That's not easy either. Yeah. Just just like people don't like baseball want to come in. Well, I can't say Russell Westbrook without calling him Russell. What about Russell Rizzo? Russ Rizzo. Hey, coming up next, can I tell you why last night was amazing, was perfect, was great for the Lakers with LeVar on WWE? You can. I'm really interested in your flexibility right now. Yeah, what is going on over there? He's like in a pretzel. (laughs) Show shocker, big burn. Too much yoga. A lot of flexibility coming up next. Hey, it's Costin Hartman. And coming up on the show at 3 o'clock this afternoon, is there any chance that a rivalry is brewing between the Chargers and the Rams in L.A.? We'll discuss on Exit 1360, Fox Sports San Diego. The Big Burn of the Day, brought to you by Excalibur Cigar Lounge. All right, today's Big Burn winner, well, qualifier, I should say, comes from our buddy Drake on Twitter. Always active on Twitter, at Hardwin at Judson1360. We've been on uh, we've been on Matt Kemp really right out of the jump because Matt tried to sneak this in there. Scraby on the other side of the glass, he put in the update, the Padres welcome Matt Kemp. And so from 6 o'clock, I've been saying, what? Padres don't need to welcome Fat Kemp. Although he's now fit in shape and hitting the baseball really well, Matt Kemp. So Drake's tweet, not Drake from last night. Or is it that Drake? Could have been. He's all over it. Big time sports fan. Drake he likes says, to stay up to date. He does. He says, Judson and Hardwick, anytime they mention Matt Kemp, and it's got a great gif. And all it is is the word shade moving over a city. (laughs) Yes, we are throwing a ton of shade. I don't think we've ever done this, Nick. We are recommending booing Matt Kemp when he steps to the plate. Highly recommended this. Highly. Absolutely, yes. Parents should teach your kids through Matt Kemp what not to do. Oh, I like that. Okay. My boys know Matt Kemp in a bad way. They do. Oh, yeah, they absolutely know who Matt Kemp is. Do they call him Fat Kemp? Yes. We like to. Well. That could be a little harsh. No, we try to not use those words because they can come out at the wrong time. Some may say it's immature of me. Oh, I like your immaturity. Good. He's fat. Just keeping it real. We don't have to stay super PC as adults, do we? No. You know what? uh, We just have to know when it's not PC. Kids tell me they used to call me Fatty Matty, and it really hurt. (laughs) So thank you, Nick, for telling your kids it's not nice. Hey, buddy, you can imagine with the name Hardwick. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. What life was like. I actually like Fatty Maddie a lot better than Fat Kemp. So if we could now just reference Matt Kemp as Fatty Maddie. So we rotate. We've stolen your name. Thank you. I'm free. Total freedom, buddy. Fatty Maddie as a brave. In 117 games, is hitting 301 with 24 home runs and an 884 ops. All he did was come here and wolf down fish tacos. Homer every once in a while, grow out his beard and facial hair, and let himself go. Fatty Matty, Fat Kemp, boo him ridiculously. And I don't care if Willard thinks that's mean. Let's get to the show. <laughs> I knew it. I we, knew it was coming. We got a little emotion from Nick y- today. Yeah. We're not hearing it. 
Can you? He's just the, playing it to himself gotta, right now. You gotta put in program. It's I, that good. I don't. I don't know how to run the board a lot. And now it's okay. time for the show shocker. Now that's some good stuff right there. Yes. Now we know who Russell Westbrook was texting immediately following the game. It was his brother. I also thought what a really cool stage to get up and to bring your brother up with you, to get him invited, to get him in the mix, because I I got an older brother and there's weird issues that kind of go into being a professional athlete and having your family really put you on a pedestal when in reality, you're just as important of a human being as the person who's playing a professional sport. When I gave the talk to the rookies last week, one of my main messages was, I, I feel like I'm getting choked up here. Continue. Was I put a couple slides up. I put a slide up of a DNA chromosome and I said, you're lucky. You suckers hit the genetic lottery and some of you are going to hit the financial lottery. But don't forget that you're just a human. You're just a dude. And for the time being, society cares enough about what you do as a living to give you a really good paycheck. But don't forget that your brother, your cousin, your mom and dad are also, they're just as good. They're just as important and have just as valid work as you do. <sighs> well, that got emotional, man. That sure did. Yeah. I'm not sure what happened there. I, I, I honestly didn't even feel emotional at all about the whole thing. I'm passionate about it. I didn't feel any type of emotion there. But then all of a sudden, my voice started waffling. Yeah. I thought, oh, boy, this is just going to come, and I'm not even going to know. It's like getting sucker punched. The hardest decisions I've ever made were for peace. If we could just give peace. <laughs> you did it. Russell Westbrook did it. I love you, Peace Russell. Peace is harder. Peace is harder. <laughs> we felt some emotion today. I'm proud of you. You want to laugh? You want to cry? What's the other thing you want to do every day? Sleep. Inspire. Eat. Laugh, cry, inspire. Oh, I remember. You want to laugh, you want to cry, and you want to boo Fatty Matty when he comes to the plate. Hey, man. That's what I'm talking about, Fatty right? Matter. He's yeah. been recoined here. We don't even use the his The hardest last name. decisions I've ever made were for Pete. Taylor Not Swift tonight. is a survivor, <laughs> and that's why we play Taylor Swift. Bravo, dude. Amen. A freaking men. You got you, you to let Matt Kemp know that he quit on you when he came here. You shower that man with booze. You let him know that he may have grabbed millions of dollars. He's going to get it. He may have met a lot of beautiful women and owned a $11 million house in Poway. That he can't move. Not going to be able to sell that one. I think he sold it for 500 gur. Gur. Yeah, 500 grand. Because it's tainted. Yeah, and a Prius. They threw in a Prius. I think that's what he moved it for. He couldn't even shave his beard. Could you imagine how well he kept up his house? I believe Hartman called him the hobo. (laughs) Because he really let let himself go. He yes. can't have been home. He couldn't have been homeless though, with how much he was eating. Bravo, dude! Thank you, thank you. Really proud of you. Yeah. So shower him. Wait, wait you're proud tonight. of me. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Really proud of you for showing some emotion. I'm proud of you too. Yeah. Maybe we'll cry on camera, Facebook Live, extra thirteen sixty. Five minutes away. <laughs> we'll see you there, folks. <laughs> Thanks for the day. See you guys. There's vultures and thieves at your back. Storm keeps on twisting. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.